Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between the Thursday night throwdown has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. we got a full house here this evening. Brent Beard will step up and in. Normally joins us on the Friday Night uh, Freak Show. Brent will join us tonight. We'll talk college football with Brent Beard, our Windy City Sports Report. Julio Rosario steps up and in. From the Windy City, we talk Chicago Bears, we talk Illinois, we talk White Sox, and uh, we talk whatever Julio was laying it down on as a big card. Julio, no doubt, will be uh, ready to bet on some soccer uh, tomorrow. We've got a lot of international plays. The World Cup is around the corner. Exhibition World Cup friendlies um, tomorrow. Angela Zara will step up and in from Pickwise. Uh, we'll squeeze in some soccer talk tonight on the program. The Big E, Eric Cohen, kicks it with us with his NFL best bets of the week. As the Cleveland Browns kickstart uh, week three in the National Football League, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 29-17 in a football game that should have ended 23-16. And the thing is, no matter what the score is, like, it doesn't matter. Like, no matter what the score is in any game, there is somebody out there that is going to be affected by the next play in this football game. And, okay, fine. I was already I was already eating and accepting that it was a bad meal that I had the Pittsburgh Steelers plus five points and they were about to lose by six. I accepted that. And I'm thinking, well, you know what, all right. I didn't go huge on this game, but you know what? My biggest play, anyways, was the teaser. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 11 and a half. I got the, the Steelers teased to the over. And, you know, we're losing by six points. Somehow, and you know what? Somehow, I actually blame Cleveland for this. Because you guys are so effing useless that you couldn't even just run the damn clock out. You end up giving the ball back to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh sucks so hard that you effing losers can't even just end the game and lose the game. You've got to somehow screw over millions of people around the world by lateraling the ball back into the damn end zone. Now, number one, I got a couple of questions. You know, this, this goes back to the end of the half. If you recall... Like, only Mitchell Trubisky and the Pittsburgh effing Steelers, the last play and a half, he runs around, scrambles, and throws it out of bounds. I got two words for you. Hail Mary. Maybe you catch the ball. Maybe there's a flag. Maybe something happens. The Pittsburgh Steelers play calling sucks. All right? It's terrible. Absolutely brutal. And at this point, you know what? I wanted to give Mitch Trubisky a chance. You gave him a chance. It's not happening. And if you don't play Kenny Pickett in the next game, then what the hell did you draft this? I'm not even going to call him a kid. He's 25 years old. It's not as if, oh, he needs to be groomed. Well, if he still needs to be groomed, then you made the wrong pick. 
Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season before. At this rate, it's going to happen, coach. The late night anger match request. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morancy. The Thursday night throwdown has begun. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks, the Money or 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be here this evening, wherever and whoever you be joining us with. We pick up the pieces of following an absolutely brutal beat in the National Football League. And you'd think, well, how can it be a brutal beat? The point spread was uh, four and a half points. They were winning by six. The game had already gone uh, over the number because just like it's always happy hour somewhere, it doesn't matter what the score is in any sporting event. When you've got 65 million Americans betting on sports, somebody's going to be affected by a late lateral touchdown that extended the lead from 6 to 12 when the teaser was sitting at 11 and a half. And Al Michael says at the end, well, there's some people who are going to be affected by that. Listen, I love Al Michaels and stuff, but listen, Al, all this little inside ha-ha-ha stuff about the point spread was funny, like, I don't know, like 20 years ago. Everybody bets the damn games are sponsored by sports books, Al. There's no need for any ha-ha inside baseball joke anymore. Everybody's gambling. Everybody's gambling. Everybody knows what the point spread is. You're putting it on a damn screen, okay? So at the end of the game, you don't need to tell us, oh, oh, oh that affects. Yeah, we know it affects a lot of people. You don't need to tell gamblers they just got screwed over at the end of the game. Nobody won on that. On that play, like, who would won? Like, how did you win? Nobody won on that play. The only thing that happened on that play is people got screwed over. All right? That play should be X-rated. That, you know, it's a good thing it was on Amazon Prime because that was pornography, just what happened to people. that had the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 11 and a half. Now, I'm not a vindictive, man. That's a lie. I will never forgive the Pittsburgh Steelers for this. I mean, like, seriously. It's one thing to lose to, like, the stupid Keebler the Elf and the Cleveland Browns. Matt Canada, you should move to Canada. But you're not even good enough to coach in a Canadian football league. You're an embarrassment to the country of Canada, and you're not even Canadian. You suck. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The first 
Tonight's throwdown continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. Let's do this thing. Sirius XM Channel 1, the 590, the 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Week 3 has begun with a divisional a matchup between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. We've got six more divisional tilts on tap um, this uh, weekend. And let's break it down with a former partner in crime, a former colleague of ours in the old school Sirius Channel 98 days, hardcore sports radio and the score television network. Uh, now, of course, TSN Edge, the Big E, Eric Cohen returns to the rage. How you doing, Cohen? Doing great. Doing great. How are you, Gabe? We're ready to rock, uh, Cohen. A lot of stuff uh, to get to. Countdown to puck drop uh, is on. We're going to start the National Hockey League regular season in a couple of weeks. Uh, but let's start off with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills have lived up to the hype uh, so far. They've absolutely demolished the opposition, outscored them 72-17. to 17. Now they get a 2-0 Miami Dolphin uh, football team with an explosive offense, the most explosive offense that they've had in a long time. Uh, the Bills have had a lot of recent success. Sean McDermott, 6-3-1 against the spread against uh, the Dolphins. 9-1 straight up. Uh, for the record, Josh Allen is 7-1 and one straight up in his career against uh, the Miami Dolphins. 4-3-1, ATS, big-time game, first place on the line. Who do you like, Cohen? Well, big surprise. I'm going to ride with the Buffalo Bills. Gabe, I saw a stat that, that actually absolutely shocked me after the Bills demolished Tennessee on Monday night. Buffalo's last 20 regular season wins have all come by double digits which means that when the Bills win, basically the Bills cover in the regular season. It's insane. Um, this team, you know, what they are doing, and you're right, they've lived up to the hype. Uh, they've looked, Josh Allen's looked incredible. There's been a few things I haven't liked with the first two games, obviously. The, the three turnovers in the game you were at in L.A. in the first half was, uh, you know, uh, something you got to clean up. But they cleaned it up in the second half and played really, really well. Uh, against Tennessee, it's hard to really nitpick in a 41-7 to game, but they struggled running the ball. Cook had a one good run for 33 yards. Other than that, uh, they couldn't get Singletary going, and they couldn't convert a couple of their third and ones, which I didn't like. But, man, oh, man, I mean, if that's the stuff that you're nitpicking with with two wins, it's pretty impressive what they're doing. And you're right. They've owned the Miami Dolphins. And not only that, but Tua has looked terrible against Buffalo's defense. Now, I know there's been obviously no – uh, no cheetah in those games as uh, they didn't have Tyreek Hill until this year. But I, I still believe the Buffalo Bills are going to slow down what the Dolphins did in the fourth quarter against the Ravens. Everyone's talking about what Hill and Waddle and Tua did in that fourth quarter comeback. But Baltimore's very inexperienced in their secondary. They didn't play very well. They melted down. That's not going to happen. Buffalo won't give Tua the time to find those two down the field. I think the Bills win in cover. As crazy as it sounds, when, when we talk about the Buffalo Bills and their destruction of everybody in 72-17, holding teams 8.5 points per football game, as Cohen alluded to, they really could play better. I yep. mean, they turned the ball over four times against the Rams in week one, three times in the first half. They still won the football game by 21 points. And not to be too hard on them, but as you stated, they got stuffed on that fourth down. Yep. The, the short yardage situations um, were not... Um, you know, we're, we're not uh, we're not very pretty uh, to watch. And it's almost to the point now, Cohen, with the Buffalo Bills, where if they have to punt, it's a failure. <laughs> like, it's like, it's sort of like, come on, man. Like, you sort of get agitated. Like, come on, man. The first, the first, time, like they, the first time they punt all season and Tennessee muffs the kick and Buffalo gets the ball right back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe they got to punt more. Maybe yeah. things will happen. So it's interesting. The, the spread got up to six and a half. It's currently five and a half at FanDuel right now. Total 52 and a half. You know, they're expecting rain in Miami, but the temperatures are going to be cooler, which actually helps the Bills that they're not going to be in some, like, extreme heat conditions, Cole. Right. Oh, 100%. Um, you know, Buffalo, the last time they played in extreme heat was in Jacksonville last year, and they played their worst game of the year against the Jags, right? So you can't have a, you can't have an, a, a game like that. Uh, even though it's funny because I just don't even think at this point of Josh Allen's career he's capable of having a game like that. He just looks so poised. He looks so in sync. I mean, last week he plays without his number two target in Gabe Davis. And uh, it doesn't matter, right? Like, he still finds digs 12 times for 150 yards and three touchdowns. And he still spreads the ball around. And you have, like, you know, seven guys catch passes. You got uh, Reggie Gilliam catching the first touchdown pass, cashing all those, you know, plus 6,500 tickets on first TD and Gilliam touchdowns. Right? It, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I thought, I thought Isaiah McKenzie would have a big role last week. And he only had two catches. But Josh just spreads the ball out. 
And, you know, everybody understands what they're, you know, what they need to do. Gabe Davis should be back this week. So, you know, I'm very confident with what the Bills got going on into Miami. You talked about the Baltimore Ravens melting down last week against the Miami Dolphins. And um, they do have a young secondary, uh, Baltimore, and they're also a, a little a little short right now uh, as far as injuries are concerned. But with that being stated, I don't know if the Patriots are going to be able to exploit that, uh, Cohen. I like Baltimore in this game. They're minus two and a half right now at FanDuel, minus 145 on the money line. What do you think of the Ravens in a Patriots game? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Baltimore does not have a very good record going into Foxborough in the regular season in the last decade. But, you know, let's be honest, that was against Tom Brady, not Mac Jones. And Mac Jones, as you stated, isn't the quarterback you want to be able to exploit, uh, you know, a, a team that is struggling in their secondary. He just doesn't have the arm. I mean, you know, Tua can sling it. That's, you know, that's why the they, they went out and got Tyree Kill for him. And uh, we saw that in Alabama and we saw it in Oklahoma. He can, he can do that when he has to do that. That's not Mac Jones's game. Um, and, you know, Baltimore, that is, that is definitely their weakness. Listen, Joe Flacco threw for over 300 yards against them week one. And we saw what Tua did. Uh, for 470 and all those yards in the in the fourth quarter, but I don't think New England's capable of doing that. Uh, Baltimore's going to be a pissed off football team after uh, really, really embarrassing themselves after Lamar had played so well for three quarters. Uh, for them to give up that game, that was crazy. So yeah, I think the Ravens respond to beat the Patriots. Obviously, New England's a very mediocre football team. Even though they lost that game, as you stated, Cole Lamar Jackson is playing elite football. He's really, yeah. really killed it um, so far this year. Now, the Bills and the Dolphins total is 52 and a half. I am expecting this game to be a track meet. Um, just to get back to that total, we didn't conclude as far as the total. The total in the, in the Ravens and the Patriots game, 44 and a half. But are you expecting a track meet with the Bills and the Dolphins? Yeah, Buffalo Buffalo's always going to score 30 points. And, you know, Miami, say what you will about what they did in the fourth quarter. But before that, they were giving up nine yards of play to Lamar Jackson. So, if Lamar was moving the ball at will, and he and he was uh, with his weapons, I would definitely expect Josh Allen to be able to do the same thing. Uh, the Dolphins' defense is not a a unit that I that I really see being able to slow down uh, Josh. In fact, I mean, if you look at the NFL, uh, you know how many elite defenses are there? You can maybe say Tampa Bay, uh, but there aren't a lot of them, and Miami's certainly not in that category. So yeah, I do think the Bills score, and, and I think that the Dolphins will get their points. Uh, similar to last week in, in the garbage time, they might score a couple fourth down, fourth quarter touchdowns, but certainly not four of them like they did against Baltimore. There's a lot of speed on the field. Listen, Miami yeah. are averaging 31 points per game so far this year. Buffalo averaging 35. Um, there should be points here. I mean, Buffalo are next to impossible to stop. And you know what? We're going to find out a lot about uh, Miami here right now. I think Buffalo are going to be able to get it done, but I do respect the Dolphins and if you're the Dolphins, Cohen, you're looking at this game, and then you get the Cincinnati Bengals on Thursday night football uh, next week. If you're the Dolphins, you just want to I – would, I would be happy if I was them if I escaped with one and one, right? You host the Bills, you go to the Bengals, if you can find a way to win one of the football games. Um, but with that being stated, they're going to have their hands full against uh, Buffalo, especially with the Bills now knowing that the Dolphins are, are good again. Well, that's the thing that, you know, that's probably the best thing for Buffalo that the Dolphins did what they did against the Ravens, right? Because if, if the Dolphins would have got blown out by Baltimore, then Buffalo might have been a little too overconfident and cocky. But because they just watched Miami do what they did and erase a 35-14 fourth quarter deficit, and there's been so much talk about, oh, wow, the Dolphins are back, and look at the trio of Tua and, and Waddle and, and Hill, now that gives Buffalo the motivation and the incentive to go in there and, and to really shut people up when it comes to all the hype around the Dolphins. Uh, I, I'm actually, you know what, even though I had the Ravens at a couple money line parlays and I was pretty pissed off I, because I had the Ravens, I had the Browns, watching those uh, just absolute meltdowns was so maddening Sunday. I did have the Cardinals, so I was on the right end of one of them. But man, oh man, those comebacks on Sunday were insane. You just don't see that in the NFL teams erasing those kind of deficits in the fourth quarter like that. Wild. It was wild. First time ever two teams came back from 20-point deficits at the half. The late-night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Thursday night throwdown continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Maranti kicking it. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. The mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to Sports Match Sports Byline Armed Forces Radio Networks. Week three of the National Football League has begun. We're breaking it down right now with the biggie. Eric Cohen, TSN Edge. Follow him on uh, Twitter. TSN Edge. You can follow uh, the real Eric Cohen on Twitter. But TSN Edge, great gambling content, uh, trends, picks, and everything else in between. So let's talk about the Detroit Lions uh, right now. Cohen, that's the first time that they were favored in the Dan Campbell uh, era. First time in two years since Matt Patricia uh, was the coach. And they've been a covering machine over over the last year plus into this game. 11-6 ATS last year, 2-0 ATS this year. But they were able to win the football game outright. Now they're getting five and a half going into Minnesota. And I'll do just, I've been taking the Lions pretty much on a weekly basis for like two years now. Um, well, but yeah. What about this the, weekend? The Lions started 0-10 last year, and since then, um, you know, they're a 500 football team, and that's just winning. I mean, against the spread, they're much better than that, as you mentioned. Uh, but, you know, the Lions, you know, a lot of people watch Hard Knocks. They're like, ah, you know, Dan Campbell, whatever, the, you know, rah-rah, it's a bit of a joke, but. You know, they're not winning because of that. They're winning because they're, they're a pretty talented football team. St. Brown's emerged as one of the best receivers in football. Um, you know, this guy hasn't been able to be stopped in eight straight games. The Lions run the ball very well. DeAndre Swift is averaging five yards a carry. Um, you know, Jared Goff isn't making those mistakes. The Lions, you know, two weeks in a row, they put up really good offensive numbers. And one of those games was against a pretty good Minnes- uh, a pretty good Philadelphia defense that we just saw, saw shut down Minnesota. So I like the Lions. I think they're a good football team. Um, you know, they even had a, a debate on first take today is, are, are the Lions a playoff team? And a few of the analysts said, yes, that, that's how uh, on notice this Lions team is right now. They, they, they're definitely on the upward uh, you know, heading toward heading heading in a good direction defensively. Hutchinson having a, a great impact. They're getting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. A lot of good things they're doing. So uh, you know what? I like the over in this game. I think the Lions again are going to score theirs. Minnesota's been an under machine. They played two straight games that have gone way under against Green Bay and Philly. But against Detroit, you know, I think the Vikings will get theirs. It's not it's not a primetime Kirk Cousins game. So I don't know if the Lions will be able to shut down Jefferson and Cook the way the Eagles did. I expect this game to be very high scoring. You're right. That's the man. There's been money to be made, man. Detroit Lions plus the points and the over. Yes. And that that's been a consistent pattern and a profitable pattern as well. The Eagles, very trendy team. I, you know, I like them coming into the year. I like their win total over nine and a half. I like them at uh, the plus 180 at one time, which they were. It came down uh, to win the division. But with that being stated, uh, Cohen, this game just has something, you know, it has trap written all over it uh, to me. Eagles are minus six and a half mm-hmm. going into the uh, the nation's capital. Total 47 and a half. I also like the over of this game, actually, Cohen. Philadelphia and Washington, there should be points put up on the board. Are you willing to lay the six and a half? What's your opinion on this game? No, I agree with you. I think it's a trap game. It's it's a short week for Philly. Philly's getting a lot of hype, a lot of talk about uh, Jalen Hurts for MVP and Philadelphia's being like, you know, 
Uh, now the you know a, a top tier team in the. Yeah, I've heard people tell me on my show um, and, and and game time decisions, our TV show as well, that yeah, Philadelphia versus Buffalo is their Super Bowl now. Yeah, yeah, Philadelphia. You know what? Listen, they played. Uh, it's funny because they they've, you know they played two games. Their first game against Detroit, um, you know they they you know they won by three. Uh, now they were up big in that game. Detroit scored fourteen in the fourth quarter. But, I mean, that's not the kind of game that you're going to say, oh, this team is a, a juggernaut. Now, you know, they played really well against Minnesota. They looked great offensively in the first half, and then they completely shut down the Vikings. Um, but that was that was a lot of Kirk Cousins' mistakes. That was, you know, a, a, you know being able to shut down Jefferson with, uh, uh, you know, uh, some really good schemes. I don't think that Philadelphia is – just that that elite team that they're being talked about. And uh, this is also a big game for Washington. Listen, you don't think that Carson Wentz is going to be motivated to beat this team. Uh, There's going to be a lot of Wentz versus Hurts. Uh, I think it's high scoring, and I think it could be close. I think Philly probably wins, but I'm not, I'm not willing to lay six and a half on the road. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a high scoring, close game, and Philadelphia could be good enough to escape, but it's not easy to go on the road. Like, it's not like Philadelphia is going to smoke everybody every week. And as Cohen right. re- referenced, look, uh, they won by three at Detroit, right? They won by three at Detroit. Detroit backdoored them. And it is a massive game uh, for Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders as well. Speaking of massive games, our boy, uh, Cohen, Frank Reich, looks like the honeymoon is over. <laughs> yeah. you know, people always talk Frank Reich this, Frank Reich that. Yeah. And let's not kid ourselves. He is a good coach. He is a good coach. But at the same point in time, man, you know, he's a quarterback, he was a quarterback, and he's the one that keeps insisting on bringing in these sort of veteran guys instead of just sort of developing a quarterback. He's To me, he's taking the easy way out all the time, Cohen. Well, we're not going to develop a guy, so let's let's go with Rivers. Let's go mm-hmm. with Wentz. Let's, let's, let's go with Matt Ryan uh, right now. And then that specific quarterback will sort of get thrown under the bus. Well, Rivers, and Rivers was actually the best one, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny. You know, they nearly beat the Bills, but they say, well, Rivers was good, but, man, if they had a really good quarterback, they'd go to the next level. Then they bring in Carson Wentz. They throw him under the bus, like, you know, big time publicly after. And now here they are struggling once again, and now they get the Chiefs. What do you make of this one? Because I think that the Philadelphia-Washington game kind of is a trap. This one, I don't know if this is a trap. KC could go in there and drill these guys. What's your opinion on this game? Yeah, it's funny. I like the over again in this game because I think that KC is going to be able to score a lot of points today. I think Indy, Indy's offense has to pick it up. I mean, last week was embarrassing getting shut out uh, in Jacksonville. That can't happen. I mean, the fact that the, the Colts have played the Texans and the Jags in back-to-back weeks and haven't beaten either of them. That's what I'm saying. If they're struggling yeah. against these teams, Cohen, it ain't going to get easier moving <laughs> forward. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's, it's, it's really embarrassing. And your point about Frank Reich is right because – He's got, you know, in three years, he's got, he goes from Rivers to Wentz to Matt Ryan. And the way things are going in Indy, it looks like after this year, he'll have zero playoff wins with those three quarterbacks. So uh, that's, you know, obviously, listen, it was bad luck for that organization that Andrew Luck retired. They didn't see it coming. Um, they haven't really been able to develop a quarterback since, obviously, and you know, they went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck and it looked like, you know, they were going to have decades and decades of success. But then Luck obviously retires. And now this team is, uh, you know, they're they're in trouble because Matt Ryan does not look like the same Matt Ryan that had the Falcons up 28-3 in the Super Bowl years ago against the New England Patriots. I mean, he just it does not look good at all. It's a bad look. He's, he's not played well in either game this year. Uh, and if this keeps up, I mean, they just can't give the ball to Jonathan Taylor 30 times and hope that he wins them a football game. You need a lot more than that. The Big E, Eric Cohen, kick with us just for a couple of more moments. There are some interesting games this week, Cohen. The Giants are 2-0 and right now. They get the Cowboys with Cooper Rush, um, who's played well um, for the Pokes when he started 2-0. and uh, he started, He's uh, won both games, and he started San Francisco with Jimmy G back against Denver. Rams have been pretty dominant against Arizona uh, over the years, and then you've got a pretty, pretty banged up Tampa Bay Buccaneer football team that I'll give them credit that they found a way to win these football games to start the season. But it seems like a good spot for the Packers to knock them off here. What else do you like? What are some of your best bets this weekend, uh, Cohen? Well, the games you mentioned. I mean, who's scoring points in Green Bay, Tampa? Right? Who's Tom Brady throwing to? 
Uh, he literally has no receivers now with Mike Evans suspended. Godwin's out. Julio Jones is banged up. So I expect that game to go under. The Packers are going to want to run the ball, uh, obviously, with two very good running backs that they have in Green Bay. We saw Aaron Jones have a coming out party against the Bears. Uh, so I think, I think you know, obviously that's – and we know that obviously – Green Bay's receivers aren't ready for prime time just yet. Just ask Aaron Rodgers. He'll be quick to throw them under the bus. So I think that game goes under. Uh, you know, you look at the other ones you mentioned, that 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 Giants game is, you know, it's, it's weird because the Giants are 2-0, and but yet Daniel Jones hasn't played very well. Uh, Saquon Barkley's been really good, and he's healthy, and the Giants' defense, obviously, has really come to play in those wins against Tennessee and then last week against Carolina. So that's interesting against Dallas. But I do like the Rams laying three and a half. It's a short price. It's crazy how many road favorites there are. There were a whole bunch of road favorites week one. There's a whole bunch of road favorites again. But it's hard to look, really look at the home dogs. I mean, you talked about one with Washington. Uh, but the problem is the road team is the better team in pretty much every game this week. So you got to pick your spots because not every road favorite's going to cover. But I think the Rams probably do. Uh, that I, 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 you know, they haven't covered yet this year, and I think they're probably pissed off they let Atlanta back in the game last week when they were up 28 to three. So I think the Rams make a statement, and uh, I think the under in that Green Bay Tampa Bay game also looks good. So me and Cohen are both old school Buffalo Bill fans, and we're all too aware of Nate Hackett's genius <laughs> uh, play calling and manage, uh, managerial Ooh. managerial skills. Ooh. So I warn people, Cohen. <laughs> I warned people in the offseason, everybody said, oh, they're going to be unstoppable at this <laughs> offense. I said, yeah, you're, you're leaving out one thing. Oh, they got Judy. Yeah. They got Williams. They got Wilson. They got Sutton. I said, yeah, they also have Nate Hackett. <laughs> and it's funny. He's been even worse than I thought he was going to oh, be. Oh, my God. Oh. He's, he's been embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, Nathaniel Hackett has, from his clock management to not understanding when to take timeouts, not understanding – um, when like he's never seen a football game before. Like he's worse than I imagined. Like yeah. I thought. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's gotten so bad. It looks like Russell Wilson's like trying to coach him the sideline because it looks like his head coach is incompetent, right? So, yeah, it, it, it's been a really, really rough two weeks for him. He was getting mocked and booed at home last week against Houston. He obviously blew the game against Seattle week one and admitted it afterwards and made the wrong call. You can't do that as a head coach. You can't. You can't keep making these mistakes and expect the light. He might not last a year if it continues to go this way for him. The Big E, Eric Cohen. Always a pleasure, my man. Great catching up with you. Go Bills. Yeah, circle the wagons. Let's go, Gabe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. 
You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Thanks to the big ear. Cone for kicking it with us. So we pick up the pieces following Thursday night uh, football and a football game that turned out to be pretty drama filled. It was like a, hardly uh, a Picasso, um, but it was an entertaining, um, sort of weird, chaotic game. And, you know, the Cleveland Browns had the football with like a buck 40 left, and they're up by six, and Pittsburgh have one timeout. And I tweeted out at the time, I said, normally, any any other circumstance, this game would be absolutely over. But I said, since it's Cleveland, you know, you never know. And little did I know what was set to come with that late lateral that resulted in a touchdown for the Cleveland Browns to make the deficit from 6 to 12. And, of course, the teasers were 11 and a half. Absolutely brutal. I don't like the term bad beat. That's a bad beat. Like I, you know what I mean? They're, they're bad beat. I don't like bad beats. Bad beat. It's with a bad bet. If you're on the wrong side, it was a bad bet. That teaser was not a bad bet. All right. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers' fault and the Cleveland Browns' fault for being so useless. Every you know these losses, I always get screwed over in some weird way. Like last week, I'm telling you, uh, if San Francisco didn't lose Trey Lance, they don't smash Seattle like that. It's constant. I've been getting screwed over by these weird things, like you know, on a, on a nightly basis. Last week, the USC Fresno State game, we had a big play. That game stayed under the number because Hayner got hurt. Their quarterback for Fresno State got hurt. That you know, obviously, it's like right there goes the total. You know, in the fourth quarter, Fresno didn't score. They didn't score after he left the game. The game was going to get there, and then he gets hurt. It's just one thing after another. But hey, that's part of uh, it's part of betting. <laughs> it's part of betting. The only thing that really salvages this, in which I'm not like having a heart attack, like upset type of thing, is it was a weird game coming in, and I bet bigger on the college games. My biggest plays were on the Coastal game, so it's just sort of one of those, you know, you got to be kidding me type of moments, but it is what it is. Now, it is time, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, to make a quarterback change. And I don't say this, because I'm not saying that the Pittsburgh Steelers are one and two right now because of Mitch Trubisky. Right? They're missing their best offensive player. And for the record, they're now 0-6 without TJ Watt. They've never won without TJ Watt since he's been there. They're 0-6 in games he doesn't play. So they're without their best offensive player. They have injuries on the defensive side of the football. Their offensive line is bad. You know, so there there are circumstances. You know, there are circumstances. So when I say this, this isn't like, hey, listen, Mitchell Trubisky's a complete failure. He's terrible. Um, You know, this is a disaster. We have no choice but to bench him. That is not the case. That is not what I am saying. But at the same point in time, every team has a bad offensive line. That's the theme in the the NFL. How many teams have a good offensive line? Not very many. Right, Like every team we talk about, every time we break down a game, what do you hear people say? Well, this team has offensive line problems. Everybody's got offensive line problems. That's just part of being a quarterback in the National Football League now. You've got to accept, listen, the O-line sucks. It is what it is. Right? Joe Burrow led a team to the Super Bowl with a mediocre offensive line because he accepted it, he understands it, and, you know, you sort of, you know, like – some quarterbacks, you know, will sort of get sacked over and over and over, and the same thing happens. Burroughs and other quarterbacks realize, listen, the O-line's not very good. This guy that's you know, blocking my blind side here is a problem. I got to roll out more. I got to I gotta get more space for myself, right? Great quarterbacks can start to figure it out and how to compensate for their bad offensive line. Trubisky needs everything to be perfect for him. So, you know, like, like, you know, like I said, full disclosure, I'm not, you know, this isn't an attack on Mitch Trubisky. But the fact of the matter is, it's evident things will not change. As we stated the other night, you are who you are. He is who he is. He is who he is. He looked really good with the Buffalo Bills uh, in the preseason. (laughs) Mitch Trubisky is a backup quarterback. All right? He's a backup quarterback. And as I stated, I want to just repeat, 
I'm not blaming Trubisky for their 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 situation. Matt Canada sucks. Let's just call it out for what it is. It's one of these dudes who just gets hired all the time. Like why? Like why? What's the genius of Matt Canada? Right? The play calling is is really suspect with 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 Pittsburgh. And the fact of the matter is, you drafted a quarterback in the first round. This quarterback is not young. All right. He's too old for Leonardo DiCaprio to date. We'll put it that way. So if you're older than one of Leo's girlfriends are, then you're old enough to play in the NFL. So he's 25 years old. What are you waiting for? Oh, he might be ready when he's 30? You know, like, he played at Pitt. You know him. He practiced on your damn fat, your facility. (laughs) You've known him since he was a teenager. You know everything about him, and as we saw in the preseason, the offense was actually better with him than it was with Trubisky. Yeah, he was playing against backups, but the you know the ball just comes out quicker. It's just it's a change of pace. This team needs a change of pace. If you want to keep Trubisky in here, then go ahead, coach. But you know what? You're going to end up going seven and eleven or something. You know, you're playing not to lose, and you're just going to end up losing, even kicking the field goal late and stuff. Like, come on, bro. It's fourth and, like, half a yard. You're down by nine. Maybe we should just get the damn touchdown. So if we get the onside kick, all we need is a field goal after. Like, if you – I never understand it. If you don't think you can get a half a yard or one yard on that fourth and one, then – how the hell are you going to, like, go up and down the field after, get the onside kick and score a touchdown? Right? Like, Tomlin just sort of defeated himself, it seemed. And as I said, I'm not blaming Trubisky, but the fact of the matter is he's less than average. It's a, it's a bad offense. Yes, the line sucks. Yes, the play calling sucks. But you drafted a player in the first round. First round picks need to play. He's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not 18 years old. It's not a case of, wow, he played at North Dakota State, he's only played 12 games. No. You know, that was Trubisky's case. He started at North Carolina, he played 13 games, and got drafted as high as he did, right? Pickett has played in a lot of games. He's a multi-year starter who's old enough to be the quarterback at BYU. He's 25. You know, what are you waiting for? And the fact is, now you've got the extended time as well. Right, you know the fact that you just played on a Thursday night. You've got the extended time to prepare him for the next football game that is against the New York Jets. Don't say, "Oh, we'll leave Trubisky in and we'll win this game against the Jets," because you might not beat the Jets. You might not. You might not beat the Jets at this rate. Make the change. Make the change. You know, it's like uh, the dude in uh, dude in uh, Batman uh, told told um, <laughs> told Christian Bell, make the climb, make the climb. Um, you know what I mean? They, they, they just, just make the change, make the change. You're playing the Jets. This is the best opportunity. You want to drop this kid into the NFL? Now's the time to do it against the New York Jets when you got ten days to prepare. Because I tell you what, if not, all right, leave Trubisky in. You might beat the Jets, you might not, and then what? Are you gonna you gonna start uh, Pickett in his first ever game when you go to Buffalo the following week? Yeah, that's gonna go well. Or maybe you want to start him when he takes on Tom Brady two weeks later. Like if you don't do it now, when are you gonna do it? Right? You're playing the Jets in the next game. After that, it's the Steelers at the Bills, Buccaneers at Steelers, Steelers at Dolphins, Steelers at Eagles. Saints at Steelers. I could go on. It's a real schedule. And you could say, well, you know, it's going to be tough for a rookie. Yeah, it's going to be tough for a rookie, but what, what are you waiting for? Like two years from now when he's 27? You know, like, like you know, at what point do you say, well, we, we better put this guy in? You gave Trubisky a chance. Like I said, it's not that it's his fault, but you gave him a chance. You saw what he could do. You saw what he could do. You need better quarterback play, and I think you could get it. And as I stated, you drafted the kid in the first freaking round for a reason, to play him. You know you're going to play him. It's inevitable. It's time to make the change and start him against the New York Jets next week. Very simple. But 
ultimately, this football team is in a lot of trouble. You, you know, you could just tell. They don't. They need T.J. Watt. They have skill position players. But, you know, to me, the tempo is too slow. The play calling is bad. You know, they always seem to do the opposite of what they should do. Everybody knows, like, Trubisky is good at rolling out. If you roll them out in a play-action setting and you roll them out, you can make plays. So they do that, and then they get away from it. So ultimately, listen, Pittsburgh's win total was 7.5. I'm not saying they're only going to win seven games. They could go over this number, but if you are a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I think it's pretty evident that this football team is not going to contend for a division title this year. Now, one team that is the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Big E, Eric Cohen, uh, brought this up and dropped it briefly, and it really is incredible. It, it, it really is amazing. With the 34-point beatdown over the Tennessee Titans, that was the Bills' 20th straight regular season win by double figures. It's the longest streak since 1941 and 1942, the Chicago Bears. In 41-42, they tied the record. The Bills have won their last 20 regular season football games by an average margin of 21.85 points per game. Has Alabama won their, their last 20 games by this average even? Like, they're doing this. Think about that. Let me repeat that. The Bills have won... The last 20 regular season games that the Bills have won, it's been by an average of 21.85 points per game. This is the NFL, man. We're not talking about, like, oh, the SEC, like, oh, it is college. Like, this isn't like the Georgia Bulldogs, you know what I'm saying, just murdering people. This is like in the NFL they're doing this. Ties uh, ties the 1941-42 Chicago Bears. And... um, I did say something earlier. I wanted to correct myself when I said this with Cole. When I said the Bills are averaging 35 points. I said the Bills are averaging over 35 points a game. It's 36.5. They've scored uh, or 36 points per game. They've scored 72 points, right? So, anyways, 35-36. I said over 35. It was exactly 36. <laughs> it's exactly 36 and 72. But this, that's, just, that's, just, that's just crazy. It's, just, it's absolutely insane, man. Last year, all of 11 Buffalo Bills regular season wins came by 10 or more points. This year, this year they've won by what? They won by 21, and they won by 34. Now they're like five and a half to the Miami Dolphins. Similar to the Dodgers, this Bills thing. If the Dodgers win, they're going to win on the run line. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. All right, we got a full house here uh, tonight. Big card Julio, Julio Rosario, the play-by-play voice of the Windy City Bulls and Chicago State basketball will join us. Uh, we'll talk uh, NFL football, Major League Baseball, and uh, Julio loves his international soccer. So I'm assuming that Julio will be locked and loaded. We've got a full slate of soccer uh, tomorrow. All kinds of international play with the World Cup around uh, the corner. We'll break this stuff uh, down. We'll talk more NFL football. We've got Brent Beard uh, joining us in Level 3. We'll talk uh, college uh, football. Some big-time football games uh, this week, uh, both collegiately and in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins take center stage. This is a great game, fun game. This used to be... You know what? It's sort of a renaissance, and I like it. I'm liking it. You know, the New York football giants are suddenly maybe good again. Um, you know, there's uh, the, the Tennessee Volunteers and the Florida Gators are playing this weekend in a massive football game that, you know, used to be a big-time rivalry. And the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills, one of the reasons why Dan Marino couldn't get back to the Super Bowl was because of the Buffalo Bills. Right, like uh, the, the the Dolphins and the Bills in the Bills' heyday with Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid, Jim Kelly, Bruce Smith, Daryl Talley, Shane Collin, Cornelius Bennett, etc. You know, the great Buffalo Bills teams, they were great. And when Marino was there, and there were, there were some battles, man, I got to tell you. There were, there were some battles between, between Jim Kelly and Dan Marino, some real shootouts and great football games. And now here we here we go again. The Miami Dolphins, the best offense that they've had since the Dan Marino, Clayton and Duper days against the Buffalo Bills with the best offense that they've had since the Jim Kelly, Thomas and Reed days. This is going to be a track meet. Bring it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dentalone-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM.